Hi, and welcome to Linda Lectures. Linda Lectures is the name my children gave to the parental speeches I often used to torture my children and their friends, as in, oh gosh, here comes another Linda Lecture or a mom lecture, depending on their age. I especially like to deliver these gems while I had them all trapped in my car. I don't care if you agree or disagree, but I do hope you'll use these to start conversations when your family is trapped together. Hi, uh, thanks for joining Linda Lectures. Today I'm going to be talking about adoption. Uh, for, you know, um, those of my friends that are listening, anybody else, uh, they probably don't know, you probably don't know that I am adopted. And I was adopted as a small as a small infant. I was um, just about five months old uh, when I got adopted. Um, and my mom admits that I had some uh, separation issues because I had gotten attached to my foster mom. Uh, but I what I guess what I want to say is that. I had an awesome childhood. We were middle, middle class. I would say we weren't lower middle class. You know, we, there wasn't really anything we wanted for, you know, my parents didn't buy us cars when we were 16. You know, we never moved houses. We stayed in the same house, uh, which was um, a modest split level. Um, we were in the, you know, not the newest part of our, uh, uh, town. Um, you know, I went a little bit, well, that'll be another, that'll be another episode. I went, uh, mostly in my, uh, later years of school, I went to, uh, public school. Um, but. My parents loved me. Were they perfect? No. Uh, I'll talk I'll, at some point. Maybe I'll talk to you about them, but I don't want to besmirch their memory. But let's just say they weren't perfect. But I don't think any parents are perfect. You know, it's a lottery what you get, uh, the family you're born into or the family you're adopted into. But what I wanted to tell people out there is that you know, I did not grow up with a hole in my heart, in my soul, in my person that always felt there was something missing. I think that's the fear of one of the fears of uh, birth moms, right? If they give their child up for adoption, that they're setting that child up for a life of wondering and searching and not feeling complete. And I just didn't have any of that. I didn't, other than curiosity, intellectual curiosity about the genetics of, you know, what, what about me is like my uh, birth family or birth parents. I, you know, I don't know. I just didn't care. And so I think I blame uh, Oprah and those of her ilk who have 
sensationalized adoptees finding their birth parents and to make it more dramatic when they're talking to the adoptees. And if you think about it, the people that want to tell their stories on Oprah, you know, are the people that had a desperation about finding their, their natural parents. And, you know, it's just tortured me to not know. I never cared if I knew or not. I had a great family. They weren't perfect, but I didn't blame them. I never blamed a birth family for giving me up. I didn't think that they would be better. I think one of the things that my mother did right, my parents did right, was they, I want to say they told me when I was probably seven to nine range, um, so still pretty young, maybe even younger, and I just don't remember it. Uh, but they told me how much I was wanted uh, to join their family. My brother was adopted too. And then they stopped talking about it. They stopped talking about it. And none of my, I consider, I have 13, <laughs> there's 13 of us that are uh, first cousins, a uh, big family. My mom's family had five kids and they were, they were all prolific. So I have 13 first cousins and I consider them my cousins. I don't think of them as my adopted cousins. It was never discussed in the family, ever. No one ever said, but that's not your real mom or, but that's not your real dad. The entire family bought in immediately to the fact that I was the child of my parents. They were the ones raising me. They were the ones kissing boo-boos and putting me to bed at night and they dealt with, oh, God help them, all my teenage angst. And, you know, tears over boys and friends and, you know, sports, whatever it was. Um, they were the ones that did that. They, they, as far as I'm concerned, are my real parents, if not my birth parents. And I think what kept me from having that hole, like I was just saying, is that it was never discussed. If I had questions, my mom would answer them. But other than that, it was it was just a non-thing in our family. And I think that meant uh, that I didn't have to wonder. I didn't have to wonder. Um, and that, you know, I did end up finding my, uh, my birth dad. I got a little bored during COVID. I, I admit it. And my parents had already passed. I, I don't think I ever would have reached out if my parents hadn't passed. Um, I had a couple friends in college that found their natural parents and it was a disaster. They were complete. Yeah. My friend was on her way to med school and her family just saw that as a potential bank for them. And it was very uncomfortable. So she ended up having to change her phone number and things like that. And uh, they didn't end up maintaining contact with their uh, birth families, either of them. So that helped. I don't know. I think those are the stories that don't get told on Oprah, right? The people that go to all this trouble to find their birth families. And then they're like, 
ew, you know, I really, I really had it pretty good. <laughs> um, and that's, I'm not trying to, to diss any birth moms, but what I want to say is this. Children are expensive. And I think children do best when they have invested parents that really want them and can take care of them. So if you are in a position where you're pregnant and you don't believe in abortion, I ask that you really consider adoption. And I, I'm not a fan of open adoption because I think it creates that space for the adoptive parent to feel like they're not 100% the parent, which isn't fair to them. They are doing all the things that make a parent. And I think it confuses the child. Now, if the child, you know, later in life wants to find people after 18, I think that's fine. Uh, and most states now have, you know, you can petition for your records once you hit 18. Um, but if you give a child up for adoption, just give it up for adoption. Leave it in God's hands and walk away. You, as the birth mom, as I hope, a, a somewhat adult, you can bear the confusion and the regret and the wondering. It's, and I, I know that birth mothers must have it really hard, but they're adults and they can handle that. To put those kinds of questions and wonderings on the child, I don't think is fair. So I'm not a fan of open adoptions. Give a child up for adoption, put it in God's hands. Uh, there are tons and tons of people out there like me that had wonderful experiences with their adoptive parents that are thankful. And I'm thankful in my heart of hearts that my birth mother had the strength to give me up for adoption. I... I can't even imagine how hard that is, but I am very, very thankful. And I hope that other young women that get themselves in this situation will consider adoption and have this perspective in mind. And I've thought about adopting too. And let me tell you, this came down even to the pets that came into our house. And, and it helped me explain adoption to my kids because my kids had to understand that I, I was a, an adopted child. There are no give backs in our family. You know, we ended up with a highly neurotic dog. We ended up with a bunny that was like the bunny from Monty Python. She would literally launch at you from her cage and make these grunting noises if you put your hand in towards her cage. I was waiting for the day that she launched herself like a Monty Python video uh, out of the cage and attached herself to somebody's throat. Um, but 
I always told my kids, there's no give backs. There's no give backs on our family. You come into our family uh, and you are family. That's it. There's no, there's no give backs. Uh, their grandma and grandpa, they were not their, you know, pretend grandma and grandpa because I was adopted. That was grandma and grandpa. There's, there's no take backs. And when we adopted a dog or bought a dog or a rabbit or a guinea pig, um, we did so knowing that we were, be, we would be responsible for the care and feeding of that life. So whatever you do, make sure that you're able to bear the cost and the responsibility of caring for the life that you bring into your home. If you can't do it, young moms, consider adoption. And to adoptive parents, you own it. Own it. You are the parents. Don't apologize for it. Don't talk about it too much. Um, you are the parent. You do all the things that make a parent. Coming out of someone's body does not make someone a parent. I'm sorry. That is a, a birth person. Being a mom means being there. Being a dad means being there. And to the courts, I hope that you will side more often on behalf of the child and the adoptive parents and stop giving too much credence to the biology of the child. You know, staying with a birth mom is not worth it if that birth mom is incapable of caring for that child. The burden of bad things happening or problems or challenges, that burden should go on the adult and never on the child. Never on the child. So that's my two cents on adoption. If you know anybody who's adopted, um, ask them if they mind questions. Uh, if you want to get more insights, I'm happy to answer any questions that uh, people want to post to this video. Uh, but yeah, I think I've, ha I've said all I want to say about that. So uh, thanks for joining Linda Lectures. Thanks for listening to this Linda Lecture. I hope you'll talk about these topics with your kids when it's age appropriate. They hear you even if they disagree, hate the process, or give your lectures a funny nickname. They are listening and taking their cues from you. Check out our polls and be part of future episodes by leaving comments in the Q&A or by leaving a voicemail at the number in the show description. Good luck out there. Don't take things too seriously. And I hope you'll join me again for another Linda Lecture.